This is the Wally Show podcast with Wally, Gavin, and me, Betty Rock. You can always find us at wayfm.com slash Wally or stream us live every weekday morning through the WayFM app. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. News can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish. Here's Betty. A video is going viral of a woman pulling up to her local Panera restaurant to make an order in the drive-thru. She has her young baby girl in the back seat of the car, and as most kids will do time to time, the little girl is occasionally screaming just to get her mom's attention. And while most drive-thru workers would just get the woman's order to get her through and on with her day so they don't have to listen yeah. to the child you don't have screaming. to listen to it, and she's already having a bad day. Right. Uh, but but this woman, she came across the one worker who wouldn't take her order. You are going to refuse to take my order because my child was screaming? Yes, I have the right to do that. If you're more than welcome to come inside or you can place an order Ooh. online and we'll make it for you. And what is... Alright, well I do have this on video and I will be emailing corporate because that's just like completely rude. Yeah, okay. I did see this whole video and this whole exchange, mm-hmm. and this guy was out of line. I like, I get it. Maybe he couldn't hear in the beginning, mm-hmm. but they have a whole other conversation yeah, where they can easily hear each other. Right, and it, it goes for about a good three minutes yeah. long, so they can interact back and forth. While uh, everyone else is in the drive-thru right, behind her. Right, Well, she did like she said she would. The uh-huh. woman that now calls herself Panera Karen, <laughs> she got a hold of the area manager showing them the video and while we don't know yet how that meeting will go I don't think it's happened yet she did say that while talking with the manager that person was very unhappy with the employee service to her yeah I mean it's like I get it it can be annoying if you're trying to do something with a kid yelling I totally understand that but like he just dug his heels in the sand and he drew a line he was not going past it and like I have the right to really what right do you have on this is, is it something in the constitution yeah like, I guarantee your company's not like it, it wasn't support this. it wasn't right how he handled right. the situation I agree with that but I do feel sorry for the manager yeah because that person is in a tough space because you have to please the customer but also it's really hard to find anyone who wants to work these days yeah so I don't know if this one, this person is going to get reprimanded or if they're going to be let go. Who knows? Drive-throughs, man. It's like it's it's they're almost the not worth West. it anymore. They're they're <laughs> almost not worth it anymore. Just crazy stuff happens in drive-throughs. I know. Yeah. I've been trapped in one for thirty oh. minutes. Oh. Did I ever told you story? You told us a million times. It was a wintry day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was at Panda Express. <laughs> I would have done anything to call a manager or a tow truck oh, or somebody, queen. the fire department, somebody okay. to, to ex- extricate me from the drive-through. Push the button. Okay. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show, and one of the things that makes a song great are the lyrics. And sometimes they're eloquent and beautiful, and other times they're nonsensical, but the way they kind of fit together, and here at Way FM especially, we pick songs that have meaningful lyrics. There's a reason behind it all. Mm -hmm. But as I was thinking about this the other day, uh, the word human 
okay, is a word I hear people trying to work into songs, but it's not a very lyrical word itself. Mm. It's it's a very difficult word, I think, to put into a song and have it be good. Because it's hard to rhyme with? Yeah, human, newman, human, booming, oh. uh... <laughs> Uh, okay. Human was... cumin, uh, the, okay. the spice. But you're okay. kind of like done with. I ran out. Rhymed I got, words. I got nothing else after huh. that. None of those are good words no. to rhyme. Okay. But I know that there are artists that, that have done it. Okay. For example, you are absolutely right. Christina Perry, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This might be the only song that's a good song that works in the word human, I think. Like that is a, that is the iconic human song. Yep, but here's the thing: she's not rhyming with human. I know, and maybe that's what makes it work. Maybe but so. How she did it, for whatever reason, it works. Yeah, because it sounds emotional. It yes. sounds like she's really dealing with something. Yes, yeah, 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 I yeah. get it. And like Natalie Grant, even I love Natalie Grant. Years yeah. ago, uh, did a song called Human, and I don't think it was as, as successful. See what I'm going? Do you see what I'm saying? Liz, it's nothing against Natalie Grant. It's just a hard word to make lyrical. It's a. It's almost like it's a weird word yes. when you say it over and over. Yeah, you know? yeah that that human, makes it human, worse. Human, human, human. Exactly. <laughs> like there's even this band that I love. Uh, like they're a rock band, and they uh, had a new album out, and I was like, oh, cool, and they got a song on there. Uh, um, symptom of being human, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I like this band. Let's hear mm-hmm. how this goes. I've never been the favorite. Thought I seen it all till I got my invitation to the lunatic ball, and my friends are coming too. How about you? <laughs> Don't worry, it's all just a symptom of being human. And I'm like, oh, oh symptom that, human. It was bad to begin with. No, don't say it, that. It like, was. I got my toes no, up oh, and ball. Stop. Blah, blah, blah. On but my toes. But he, but he says, human. Yeah, like it was like, it's like I love the hook until that point. But then really? the human, human ruins songs for me with the exception <laughs> of Christina Perry. And I know it's dumb, but I am curious. Is there a song that you know of that has the word human in it? Uh, like the Christina Perry song, that's a good song. Like you're like, oh, that makes sense, and it sounds good. It's lyrical. It's beautiful. I don't think a song exists. Maybe you have one, <laughs> but I think we've tapped out the good human songs uh, with Christina Perry. Eight five five thirty three Way FM. I, I I can't think of another good one that that works it in. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to look up Googling? songs yeah. of songs that have the word yeah. human in them. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck finding one better than the Christina Perry. If you've got one off the top of your head that you're like, oh, I've always liked this song because it works in, I'm willing to be convinced. I'm 100% willing to be convinced. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. We'll take yours if you got it. Is there another good song that uses the word human in it? So the first song that popped in my mind was that duet with, um, I think it's Rachel Lampa and... Toby Mac, and in the bridge, I believe it says something to the effect of perfectly human. 
Oh, that's their new song. Okay, because I'm not yeah. like really, really familiar with that yet. I know we're playing it, but I haven't really dove into that. Betty Rock, could you find that for yeah. us real quick? That'd be great. And we'll see if, if if Toby Mac, if anyone could make the word human, like cool, Toby could do it, you know? And and <laughs> and, and, awesome and Rachel Lampa's amazing too. So we'll yeah. check it out here with you right now and see what we think. Okay. You're perfectly human. It's a great song, and I think they were smart to uh, just do it quickly. Like, you're perfectly human and then move off of it. Like, one time versus saying it a bunch in the song. But I think that goes to show that it's not impossible to use human in a song, because if Rachel Lampa and Toby Mac can do it, then anybody can do it. But word of the wise, use it sparingly. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank y'all. Love you. Angeline, have you come up with a song that uses the word human well? I have. So my daughter, Rosa Grace, is a dancer, and she loves the word uh, the song To Be Human by Sia. Okay, yes, that's in the Wonder Woman soundtrack. Okay. I know a lot of people after Dance Moms uh, with Maddie uh, danced a lot to Sia songs because they're very, like, haunting and, and mm-hmm. very danceable, I guess. Well, and I guess this one goes right with that. All right, well, let's check it out because I'm skeptical. I'll be honest with you, Angeline, I am skeptical. <laughs> Uh, so I want to hear how this sounds here right now. You know, I don't hate this. Again, because it's use of the word human very sparingly. I think that's the key to it, unless it's the Christina Perry song. And the other key is to not rhyme with it. Absolutely. Once yeah. again, Sia is not doing that. Yeah, so uh, you know what? Not a bad offering, Angeline. Not my favorite song in the world, but it might be my second favorite with the word human in it. <laughs> Which isn't saying much. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We had a bunch of people. I was ready to move on and do something else. And then we had a bunch of people still calling. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're like, you got to check out Rag and Bone Man Human. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so after about the fourth call on that, I'm like, all right, I will. And I did. And I'm like, okay, so this video has like 1.5 billion views Ooh. from six years ago. That's I had no idea what this was or who it is. And it was kind of like you don't know what to expect. It's like this heavy set white dude is all tatted up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, well, what are you going to do here? What are you bringing us? And this is what he brought. Some people got the real problems. Some people out of love. kind of dig that man like yeah. it's got some soul to it i think it's my favorite out of all of them i really do I, I, it's no christina perry well, it kind of is. no no you're insane <laughs> but it's good but it, it it's not quite to that level but i think we have uh, found another good human song so thank you this was a question that was burning in my brain <laughs> for years that i finally settled today 
coffee shops, poolside, back porch, picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to accomplish, and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends, your family, or what have you. And you can earn accredited degrees from Colorado Christian without ever setting foot on campus. So there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally. Uplifting Way FM. Here's what's going on today. So sadly, you're probably well aware of the passing of Lisa Marie Presley and when someone passes away, it's like, okay, what happens with all their stuff? You know, it starts to transfer mm-hmm. down through the family. And they just announced that Lisa Marie Presley's three daughters actually inherit the trust that includes Graceland. Hmm. So now you have three girls that basically own Graceland. One of them's 33. So oh, you go, okay. I was going to ask how old they were. Yeah, the other two are 14. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, so boy. I wonder if there is as much... I bet there's not, not near as much money it's raking in as it used to. Well, if you own the Elvis licensing, that's, yeah, that's big money. But unfortunately, like, I I can't believe I know this stuff. Lisa Marie owned a big part of that and she sold off her majority stake in that stuff. But she was able to keep Graceland and all its property and all of its um, contents herself. She's the sole owner of that. Mm. So when she passed that all through the trust immediately goes to her kids um, and so they now own all of his costumes, car, whatever's there, wow. they own. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know that it's the ginormous moneymaker that it was, but it's definitely a good asset to have in your portfolio, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I guess that that's what happened with a bunch of other actors or singers, that that's what they did with their own stuff. It's a lot of headaches that come with this, though, too. Like at 33, now you own this business because it is a business. People go there and stuff like that to, to see it. It's a museum and a I've tourist I've been like attraction. three times. Have you really? Mm-hmm. I've never been. It's wonderful. I don't think I've even... I, I, I might have driven past it and thought, is that great, son? Because it's not the same... Like, you think of it as this big palatial mansion, but it's not. Oh, no. No. But it was big back then. Like, in the 50s right. when he bought it, it was a big deal. But now, like, the pool... I've seen bigger in someone else's just cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. Yeah, it's just crazy how things just update. But they they've kept that house in time with what it was yeah. back in the day. That's cool. So, would you recommend going? Like, if you're oh, a, an Elvis sure. fan, it's a piece of rock and roll history, right. and it's and he had horrible taste. So like, there were <laughs> gold monkeys everywhere. There's like shag carpeting on the ceiling. It was just he needed someone to really show him what was acceptable and what wasn't. Really? You saying that, find, I find that really shocking because I've seen how you de- decorate. You and Elvis would have gone along great. Like well, you... I would have put up with anything for him. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Uplifting, Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And the other day, um, I went dirt bike riding with uh, engineer Phil from the station. And I borrowed his dirt bike and he saw an injury that he's never seen before in... Uh, <laughs> 30 years of riding. And let me also put that he has five kids. Yeah. So he's seen a lot of injuries, yeah. but Wally did one that 
defies <laughs> logic. Like my, His kids haven't even done. No, my buddy Greg also grew up riding motorcycles, came back. He's like, how did you... How did a stick go up your nose riding a motorcycle? I'm like, I wish I could tell you. I just know one minute I didn't have a stick in my nose, the next minute I did. And, <laughs> and I'm on the ground. And he says stick, yeah. but it was more like a branch. It was a branch. Like, and it was huge. And didn't you say that it stayed, like, upright? Oh, like, you didn't even, it knocked you off. Yeah, and when I fell off, it stayed in my nose, and I had to extricate myself ah. from it. Like, it was, yeah, it was not good. That's terrible. So, like, just, but was so bizarre. Like, so random. Like, there's, like, again... Everyone I've talked to is like, I've been riding for years. That's never happened to me. I've never seen it. And it could have ended really badly. Sure. Like easily, that could have gone too far and it would have mm-hmm. pierced your brain Scrambled or some stuff up there. Right, yes. exactly. Or hit my eye. And what a way to go. Like you had yeah. a near-death experience involving a stick. It's embarrassing. I really wish I had, got, had fallen or the motorcycle had crushed me. <laughs> that would have been a better picture. But Betty had, Betty had so much fun posting all of this stuff on our socials, which if you search Wally's show, you can see it. But here's what I'm curious about okay enough about my weird stick injury uh what is an odd way that you've gotten hurt like some way that like people you yourself were even baffled by like i don't even know how this happened because that was the stick in the nose no idea i mean it's like a stick out of thousands of acres of of riding territory a half inch round hits me right in a half inch circle on my face like that is impossible the odds of that and so i'm really curious like what is an odd way maybe as an adult that you did not see coming and you got hurt because i think it happens to adults uh like because you know, we just get less agile, you know? <laughs> Maybe if I was in my 20s, I would have split second seen the stick and moved, uh, you know? But when you're 54, you go, oh, this is probably going to hurt. And you just, <laughs> you can't move, you know? 855 <laughs> 33 We love having you on the show with us. That's how you can do it. Keep that number. Put it in your favorites so you can get right through sometimes because the phones get busy. 855-33-WAY-FM. I'd love to hear your odd way that you got hurt. Did you ever get hurt as an adult in a weird way? Yes, I was eight months pregnant, and my best friend was over visiting, and I was walking down our hallway, and I fell over. <laughs> you just and my over? best friend started laughing at me, and I said, "I think I broke my foot, my ankle," and she she was laughing. So I called my doctor <laughs> because it hurt, but I couldn't stop laughing at her, laughing at me being this big pregnant on the floor. And my doctor said, there's no way you broke your ankle because you wouldn't be laughing, you would be crying. And he hung up on me. So the next morning, I went to see his office and they did x-rays and I broke my ankle in three places. Oh my gosh, you, you boy. And that... I had to give birth with a cast on. Which was worse, the, the delivery or the broken ankle? The ankle, because I had drugs for the birth. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. It makes a difference. <laughs> How have you been hurt in an odd way that maybe people would not believe you when you told them? Um, I was in a corn maze one time just, you know, going through like they they tell you to and they say, don't throw ears of corn. Well, I was walking with a group of friends and the next thing I know, I'm staring up at the sky wondering what happened. We pieced it together when this kid comes running. He's like, I'm so sorry. He threw an ear of corn and knocked me unconscious. I I ended up with a mild concussion from it. You got knocked out by an ear of corn. 
Yes. I mean, what were the doctor's faces like when you explained the injury? Um, I'm I'm accident prone, so they kind of just shook their head and laughed it off as another Katie story. See, yeah, and, and they, they like diminish it. That's what happened to me with the stick up my nose while riding dirt bikes. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, that's just Wally. That just happens. But it doesn't make it less painful <laughs> or humiliating. <laughs> yes. All right, Crystal, what is that odd way you got hurt, maybe even as an adult? Years ago, I was weighing tables, and I went back to the um, back prep area, and I was in a hurry. I obviously wasn't looking at the floor. I stepped on a cucumber slice. I slipped, fell down, caught myself with my hand. I tore up my ribs, um, tore up a membrane on my forearm, and fractured my elbow. I had to get Oh, all from a cucumber on the ground. Usually it's like a banana peel that does you in. Yes. (laughs) Do you look down now when you take steps? (laughs) I am always looking at the ground and I'm paranoid too. I always tell my kids, like, make sure you're looking at the ground when you walk. And do you eat cucumbers anymore? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. Well, Crystal, thanks for being on with us today. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show, and we do the scoop to kind of help you out with different life things that might make a difference or, you know, make your life a little bit better or what have you. And so uh, I came across this one. My wife does uh, her treadmill every day, and she's gone through some sneakers, and recently she told me she thought it was time to replace her shoes again, but, like, it's... It's hard to tell when you walk on a treadmill because the shoes don't look worse for wear. There's not holes in them. The treads aren't really worn down on them because you're not outside, Mm. you know. And so how do you know if your shoes are no longer good for walking? When your toes are sticking out. Right. But that's the thing. It's (laughs) on a treadmill. They they don't get damaged like that. And so what you do is there's a test for it, believe it or not, Mm. uh, because it's all about the support in the sole. You take your shoe. The experts say to change them every three to five hundred miles of walking. Uh, that's about three to five years for me. Uh, but like, who who keeps track of their miles? You know, Nobody. I guess maybe if you have it on your phone or something. But uh, they say to take your shoe and fold it in half like a sandwich. If you can do that, if you can fold the shoe in half like a sandwich, then it's time for new shoes. The shoe should provide resistance. They should give a little bit. Modern shoes should give a little bit, but you should not be able to fold them in half. So if it can or you come close, it is time to change your sneakers. Did you try this with your wife's shoes? Uh, you know what? I did not, actually. No. I need to. But yeah, it'd be interesting to know. I've been holding the story for the show, and I didn't <laughs> share it with her, and I probably should uh, share this with her. <laughs> and, and if it doesn't fold, she's not getting new shoes. That's right. <laughs> she's become kind of a sneakerhead. It's the weirdest thing, man. You know that sneakerhead culture where people like collect yeah. sneakers, and they're really super into it? She's not like that, but she's like, we'll be out places, and she's like, oh, I love those sneakers. Like, Okay, and she's like, I'm gonna get sneakers, and like she has so many different pairs of colored sneakers now and stuff. Yeah, but you can't say much. You've got a lot of shoes. Too. I do too. It's, yeah, I, that's it's why a shoe I'm, problem. I support her. We're codependent <laughs> on the shoe thing, but it works. But anyway, that might help you out if you uh, aren't sure if you need new shoes or not. Maybe that scoop will do the trick for you. It's today's music insider or TMI with Gavin. Gavin, what you got, buddy? So if you don't know the name Rhett Walker, you probably might recognize him from his gospel song. Ain't nothing like a gospel song. Makes me wanna sing it all day long. So 
Hey, I'm a big fan of Red Walker. Yeah, he's like our favorite person to impersonate. Oh, heck yeah, heck he's fire. He's got the most, he's probably the most country. Colorful. He's the most colorful and country uh, artist that we play. Absolutely. And when you hop onto his social media, you just have no idea what you're going to find. And this was something that you actually told me about. So if you, I just recommend going to his Instagram account. You're going to find this video of what looks and appears to be a backyard yeah. wrestling Event like most of us would accidentally find ourselves at a backyard yes. wrestling event. Like, how did I walk into this? Rhett Walker, I have a feeling, sought this out or is like, hosting it. Yeah, this was my choice. <laughs> and as Rock, as Rhett Walker does, as one does at a wrestling event, he starts to try and get a USA chant going. USA, USA. <laughs> Gotta let him know. Gotta let him know. Gotta let him know what it's about. No, it's and like so good. most of us would question, like, gotta let him know what? But yeah. like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because you're at a a, uh, a USA. You wrestling gotta let him know you're USA and you support it. And event. it's bad wrestling. And I don't know even know where this was, but Rhett found it. And Rhett so, found it. Yeah. And then there was also this cool moment where uh, Danny Goki to kind of shift from the absolutely silliness that is Rhett Walker over to a more kind of serious tone. Danny Goki is releasing this like really cool new song called Stay Strong. And I actually really like the tone that he's taking with it. And this is what he has to say about that song. What happens when we live in a world where you don't see the promise and it doesn't end the way mm. that you want it to be? I feel like I'm talking to people whose hope has been shaken. See, I think these are important songs because like when people are like, you know, I prayed and God answered my prayer. I'm like, that's great. Good for you. But for a lot of people, can you still have faith when God doesn't show up the way you want him mm-hmm. to show up? That is defining. When everything works out perfect, obviously you got faith. That's oh, yeah. great. It's amazing. But I think most people live in the world of unfulfilled like prayer requests, you know, because we have different expectations in God's plan. And so I think songs like this that can still say God is good even if things don't go the way we think they should go are very important. Yeah, and I really think that when people like turn on Way FM, some people are here to get like their daily dose of, you know, vitamin J, Jesus, right. and just nice. kind of get that into their system, but some people are going through the worst yeah. day of their lives and the toughest moment of their lives, and I think a song like Stay Strong by Danny Goki could be very helpful to those people. Cuz if I never see the promise on this side of the Yeah, I love that lyrically, especially. That's a hard one. Count it all joy. That yep. verse, boy, that's rough. Count it all joy when you're going through the worst of the worst. Count it all joy. But if you can do that, that's transformative in your faith. And that's going to do it for your TMI. Thank you, Gavin. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And Gavin the other day did something really spontaneous. He went to a football game on like seven hours notice and drove four hours to go see it. And his wife and I were like, his wife and he were like, let's just go do this. Come on, let's go. Let's be spontaneous. I respect that. I love that. And right now, everyone that has a kid is like, I hate you. You know, <laughs> yeah. because when you have kids, you just can't drop and go like that anymore. You and know? I feel like we're very conscious of that because we are getting like really close to that time in our life when we are considering starting a family and so for now it's just 
get all of this stuff out of the way before that because i think you're right as soon as i have a kid i'm not going to be thinking no. about the cool fun thing i could do today i'm going to be thinking about a my kids you know well-being b hopefully i just need to get some sleep yep. and then well actually no i should be thinking of my wife's sleep before mine but oh yeah. wow okay you're gonna be good at this uh you, <laughs> you've got you. a you've got a good uh handle on the hierarchy there uh but yeah it's kind of like people make those bucket lists for when you die you know i want to do this before i die i want to do this before you know before it's too late anymore but I think it would be a good idea to have a pre-baby bucket list. Oh, absolutely. Like at the ready, pre-baby bucket list, pre-baby pre bucket list. list. It's kind of, it, it's like <laughs> a, a rap that writes itself. It's it's a dance mix. Um, but what would you put on that, Gavin? Like what what are, what's something else you want to do before you have a kid? Oh, we want to do, it's, a, you know, I, it, feel, it feels hoity-toity, but we've always wanted to do a cruise. Oh, it's not hoity-toity. Well, That's it, normal. I know. And it's something that, you know, for us, it's a very big trip and we've really only gone on a couple of like actual trips on our own but sure. a cruise is something that i just don't see wanting to like bring a kid on mm -mm. in any way i'm not going to pay for that extra you know ticket for the kids yeah. someday i don't see that being my life so i kind of we want to get that out of the way first do one first by yourselves yes. we, my wife and i did and that's what we found out we actually liked cruising and then when my daughter got older then we did like some other cruises and took her and they have fun and they've got like if you do a disney cruise with a kid Oh, they lose their mind. Oh, yeah. And it's fun. It, it's it's a lot of fun. So, uh, like, you'll get there. But definitely do the things now while you can. So what would you add if you uh, were going to give Gavin some advice of things to add? Or maybe it's your own thing that you're like, yeah, we're thinking about having a kid, too. We're in that same boat as Gavin. What would you put on a pre-baby bucket list? What would be something you're like, okay, I want to do this? Because I'm telling you, you got to. You cannot have a selfish bone in your body when you have a kid. Uh, <laughs> and they're great. But they do. <laughs> suck the life out of you and the time out of you. Uh, and you have to be okay with that. You have to enjoy that. So get it done now what you want to do. 855-33-WAY-FM That's 855-33-WAY-FM and we'll take your pre-baby bucket list suggestions now. Do you have something to add to this list, Maddie? Yes. I was going to say um, leaving the country, going on a vacation outside the country. I agree, because traveling with a kid uh, out of state can be hard enough. Traveling with a kid to Denny's is hard enough, you know? <laughs> and so much less going out of the country, it gets more challenging. So you're absolutely right. And go see things that you, you know, won't have time to see when you're wrangling a kid and chasing them down. You can take time to enjoy the history of another place. Right. Yes. I have a one-year-old, and me and my husband were talking about going out of the country, and we're like, do we take him with us? Do we leave him? I mean, it's like a going back and forth, so I wish we definitely would have done that before. I've heard that taking babies on a plane can also be pretty miserable because their yeah. ears pop and it's their first time going through that as well. It doesn't make any sense other than that why babies cry. They'll be fine but the minute you start flying they lose their ever-loving minds Aww. and it's tough. Mm -hmm. I had my daughter on a flight one time where she was almost inconsolable and I just had to get up and walk with her. Oh, I yeah. walked her to the back of the plane to like try not to bother people because I know what that's like um, and I'm feeding her and doing everything I can. My wife on the other hand was sleeping and pretended that this kid was annoying her. Uh, <laughs> You know, I was like a yeah, single dad. <laughs> so what would you add to this list, Abigail? Yeah, when we called to tell our family we were pregnant with our first kid, my brother-in-law said, go to a cafe and sit there as long as you want. Stay for three hours, four hours. And we laugh, but it's true. It's really hard to finish a conversation or stay at a restaurant when you have young kids. 
Oh, that is such good advice. It seems so simple, but it's the thing that you will miss <laughs> when you are uh, wrangling kids. The second they're done eating, they're ready to go. It seems like kids yep. ultimately dictate like the tempo yes. of where you're going and how long you can stay somewhere because they start crying or they just want to get to the next thing. And I'm telling you, you can be the best parent in the world. You can have the best intentions in the world. Like we always, we were like, when we had Haley, we're like, she's going to fit into our schedule and our lives. And we tried to do that as much as possible, but kids do their own things, man. And you don't see yeah. it coming. And it is true. Like when you're done eating, it's usually time to go. And so sit and linger. I love it. That's great advice, Abigail. Absolutely. Thanks. All right, Alicia, you're up. What's that thing you would put on a pre-baby bucket list? I would put on there, do a mission trip. Yes. Because you'll see babies are raised all over the world, but sometimes quite differently. And plus, you get that time to uh, gather, you know, with your spouse to serve God, and that links you guys oh, together yes. as well. And then I do think it's a good idea to take your child when they're old mm. enough to fully understand the impact of it on a mission trip so that they see the world yeah. in a different light and they see what it's like to live out their faith too. So, yeah, that's a great one. So start with a mission trip before you have a baby. Put it on the list. Thanks, Alicia. Yep. Mariah, what would you add to a pre-baby bucket list? So this is from my personal list. I am currently training for a half marathon before my husband and I start thinking about having kids. Because I know once I have kids, I'm not going to be wanting to run and not have much time to do that. So that's on my list for now. Well, also, it's getting you in shape because when you have kids, you will be running after them and chasing them and stuff. So you'll be able to catch them. Yes. I will say that it was over a year ago that I started lifting weights because, A, I wanted to lose weight. But I also held one of my nephews in my arms for like 10 or 15 minutes and my arms got super exhausted. So I was like, I probably should like train for that so yeah. that I'm better at holding a kid up someday. You've got to master the kid on the hips way. Oh, I should got to get that down. I should get like a weight, put it in my arms, and then yep. walk the treadmill for 20 minutes. <laughs> Moms are so good at that, man. You, you you can give them anything, a bag of groceries, a sandbag, whatever. If they've had a kid, it'll instantly go to the hip, and then they'll just start swaying back and forth. They got it dialed in. So, Mariah, good on you uh, for uh, accomplishing a goal before you have your kid. That's a great one to add to the list. Thank you. I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face face and she was just happy to be there just happy to be with us and it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there <laughs> because of my sponsorship for Vivian through compassion I'm able to write letters back and forth with her I'm now getting updated photos and now I think she's even taller than me which is crazy to think but I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food clean water and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible and I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war, and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Uplifting Way FM. If it's trending, streaming, or starring, Betty Rock's got it. Betty Rock's got it. On The Rock Report. Hey, Betty. 
Before actor Jeremy Renner was seriously injured in a snowplow accident earlier this year, he had just finished filming for Paramount in their show Mayor of Kingstown. Okay. I've, I've never seen it. I don't either. But in the poster for the show, Renner's character is pictured sporting bloody wounds on his face. Mm. And while this is accepted as well as expected for most action-packed movies and shows, Paramount decided it's a little too close to home. They actually backtracked after Renner's incident and removed that poster from their streaming service and redid it where the the wounds on his face are removed, even though it wasn't asked of them. Why? Well, like I said, it's just a little too close to home. It's a little too real because his face is banged up from the serious accident that he did experience in real life. He's kind of like a black eye. The main part of the trauma was like to his chest and stuff. Like, so he's a little banged up, but it's cool scars. Like, I had a stick go up my nose. Like, (laughs) that's an embarrassing injury. Well, some may call it insensitive. See, that's the problem, right? There's the problem. Like, people are like, oh, this is insensitive. We're, We're oversensitive to everything that we do things that don't need to be done and we we, we overdo the sensitivity. Well, anyways, I printed off the two versions of the posters. I want y'all to look at those two and see the difference between them. Go ahead. So the first one, he's kind of roughed up. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, see, you know, he's banged up, and this looks like an action star, and there's, like, fire and buildings rubble, you know, behind him. That's great. But his face has got, like, blood on it. Yeah, on his nose, on his forehead, Like he's been through a fist fight. Yeah, and then the second one, he looks like a lawyer. Uh, like, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even remotely interested but in I, this But I mean, to me, like, I get, like, you're saying people are too insensitive. Maybe so, but I mean, really, it's just cuts on the face. And, yeah. like, if you want to take them out, fine. It's not like it's going to change the world. It's an action world. movie, and I'm assuming. maybe if he was disfigured, like, in the accident, you, I could see that more. Like, say he really was disfigured. Say his nose now is by his ear. You know, or right. something like that. Like I'd be like, oh, okay, I, I that I get, but he is a full recovery and he's like nicked. You know. Well, you don't. You act like I did. You, I saw his. You act like you've been there firsthand. I, like you're standing right beside his hospital I bed. I saw his picture. You saw a picture that they released that was him getting his hair shampooed. You couldn't see the lower half of him. Right. We don't know what that looks like. I know, but like this, this we're talking about his face, and like th- that, that's what we're talking about. Like, yeah, if, if he's missing a leg, then yeah, sure, t- photo. The we leg. don't know anything yet. I don't know. No, it's, I, I'm hypersensitive to the oversensitivity. Well, I'm hope- hypersensitive uh, to the people that are hypersensitive about the hypersensitive. Yeah. Well, I'm very uh, intolerant <laughs> of intolerance. I'm intolerant of the intolerance <laughs> of the intolerance. Yeah, see? Okay. Well, at least we understand each other. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. It's Wally Show. Who's this? This is Byron Walters. What's up, Byron? Uh, I was just listening to you guys. Uh, Jeremy Renner almost lost his leg in that accident. It was pretty bad. Yeah, we were just talking about how the movie company Paramount removed scars from a poster of Jeremy's face, you know, for their upcoming TV show because they thought it was insensitive, I guess. I'm not sure. For sure. Yeah, he had traumatic injuries to his body. Absolutely. You said, and I quote, he was just a little nicked up. Uh, His face. Like, his face. Like, I saw his face. <laughs> his face, he had like a black eye and stuff, like nothing like really bad. And like, so when they decided to remove the scars from the face of the character, I think that's a little oversensitive. I just do. I feel like you're being well, what oversensitive. What did Jeremy Renner think about it? Now, Jeremy Renner did not ask for this, correct? No, he did not. Right. But he might have appreciated it.
eh, had he asked for it, I would have <laughs> gone with that. that. No, yeah, no. I would discredit that. But had he asked for it, then I would be fine. But like, people get offended for other people. People get sensitive for other people that are like, I don't care. Like, that bothers me. But I'm saying, why die on this hill when it doesn't really matter? It's just a movie poster. Because so it does matter. Go. That's the problem. It's it's people like you, Rock, no offense, that uh, <laughs> oh, okay. say it doesn't yeah, no, matter. Well, and then it's that slippery slope where all of a sudden everybody's offended about everything and you can't say or do or think anything anymore because someone's going to be upset. And it's not your right to not be upset in this world. It's just not. You're getting upset. <laughs> yes, because you're making me upset. <laughs> Someone seems a little sensitive. You know what? Somebody needs to come to my defense then and be oversensitive for me. Well, Byron, I appreciate your thoughts, and I appreciate you being on the show with us. Sorry we had to fight in front of you. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And had a conversation with Betty and Gavin that I'm not proud of the other day in our office after the show and it was so bad that each of them looked at me and were like are you kidding like they neither one could fathom what just came out of my mouth even when you were out of the office we had Did someone you? come in and they were like he's joking right? like, like please tell me that he is <laughs> not no, serious I, so. I wish i was and, and when i hear it back i wish so badly i could have just come back and went i'm just kidding you guys but i think you would have known yeah uh okay i'm horrible in geography absolutely atrocious when i get on a plane i look uh, in the the little uh flight magazine and i'm all i always go to the back to see the globe because i'm always amazed at where <laughs> stuff is it's like what that's next to that who knew this you know i never learned it and so the other day i found out that that alaska okay the, the state, state of, of alaska, alaska that we own does, and that you've been to. And I've been to twice, does not touch the United States. <laughs> like, it doesn't even come close to touching the United States. I knew it touched Canada. Like, I, so I'm not completely ignorant. I knew there was some Canada on it, you know? But I thought, like, literally, like, okay, you get to Washington State, you know, and Oregon and Washington State, you're right at the top. And then Alaska, because they make it look like, they put it on the on the side of the map, the left-hand side, they make it look like, oh, we just ran out of space, but it's right up here above it, and it just kind of curves over. It's not. It's way up there. Like, way like up there. You assumed. <laughs> that was your interpretation yeah. of what it is, but yeah. And this is a fact that... 99% yeah. of the people I don't know about that this world 100% understand well I would say that 99% of the people in our office knew that that was Before. what was embarrassing and I'm 50 Gavin goes you're 54 right <laughs> I'm like yeah I am and 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 it, so it turns out if you don't know like if you're the other person uh, that it is all the way at the top of like Canada and I know it goes over to Russia like I knew all that and I knew it was near the Arctic Circle I just didn't know it was so high up on Canada and you have and you have boated there? Yeah. You have flown there? Yeah. It's crazy. It never... Never knew this. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> and so, okay, that's mine, all right? So I'm embarrassed to say I did not know that Alaska did not actually touch the United States, okay? Because, you know, when you talk about the continental United States, they always, like, throw off uh, Hawaii. You can't fly to Hawaii because it's not part of the yeah. continental United States. But they don't say that about Alaska, so I always just assumed it's touching us. Also, See? Okay. No. See the logic? No, no, no. no. Okay. It's reaching. Okay. Well, uh, so here's <laughs> what we're going to do. 
This is all designed to make me feel better about my own uh, <laughs> ignorance. I'm embarrassed to say, okay, I want you to share something right now. I'm embarrassed to say that, and it's something maybe you didn't know or you just learned later in life, and apparently, like, everyone else in your life knew this but you, all right? Mm-hmm. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. I mean, there's always two choices here. You can call and share and be vulnerable and be loved and ingratiated by me and hugged through the radio, or you can leave me hanging as the only dummy on the planet. <laughs> Probably what's going to happen. 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take your I'm embarrassed to say right now. 855-33-WAY-FM. What is your I'm embarrassed to say? Something maybe you didn't know. So my best friend texted me this morning and said that her husband was sawing logs last night when she was trying to go to sleep. And I was like, why, why in the world was he sawing logs at night? I don't understand. And why? So you'd never heard that saying before? Nope. Never. Now, when you didn't get it, did she try to explain it to you and think you were kidding? She said song logs means she was snoring really loud. And then I proceeded to tell my husband. And he was like, Caroline, you have never heard that in your life. I was like, no, is that like a Southern thing? I don't understand. Which, I mean, I'm from Nashville, but yeah. I don't feel like I know those like Southern things very well. It's funny <laughs> how people don't believe that you can't know something. You know, if you just haven't experienced it, then you just don't yeah. know. My wife literally texted me because we were talking about how I don't know that Alaska doesn't touch the United States. And she literally just texted me, babe, are you joking about Alaska? And I had to text her back, babe, I wish I was. You married an ignoramus. (laughs) Todd said that he despised seafood. Uh, Even looking at it made his stomach sick. And he thought for the longest time that goldfish crackers actually had fish in them. I get that. There's chicken biscuit, uh, uh, those uh, crackers. Yeah. I think they got chicken broth or something in them. <laughs> and you may be wrong about that. Maybe so. Yeah. Okay, now you're going to doubt everything <laughs> well, I say. maybe. <laughs> and then Nate, he said, my wife thought ponies were just baby horses. She learned the truth around the age of 39. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. All right, Crystal, what is that thing that you learned maybe later in life that everyone else seemed to know but you? So I thought the Heimlich Maneuver was called the Heimlich Remover because you're removing something from someone's throat. You know what? That's not crazy. That's not, and maybe we should rename it. I mean, the Heimlich Remover (laughs) sounds way more descriptive. Right. Crystal, how did you find out that you were wrong? So I think we were talking about it at work, actually. (laughs) So it was pretty embarrassing because I work in healthcare. <laughs> oh gosh, you work in healthcare. Because <laughs> that's one of those things where you're having a conversation. I can totally see it, and you're like, "Yeah." So this guy I was watching the show did the Heimlich remover on somebody, and then somebody that you're working with is like, "Wait, what? The Heimlich remover?" Right. If you just say it so fast. <laughs> don't you mean the Heimlich maneuver? No, I don't think so. I, the Heimlich remover because you removed it from him. No, it's called the Heimlich maneuver, and you're like, "No, that can't be right." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This reminds me. I know I play a lot of Nate Bargatze on this show, but he's super funny and he works clean. And he is describing exactly this misunderstanding of words with a hammock. Here, check this out. I went to Walmart. I go there. And I was trying to buy a hammock. So I go in. I go back to where I imagine the hammocks live. And I went up to this guy and I was like, hey, man, do you guys sell hammocks? And he was like, what's a hammock? And it threw me off enough that I was like, am I saying it wrong? I I was like, I think I'm saying it wrong because you know what it is. And I was like, is it Hammett with a T? Does that sound right? Like, do you guys sell Hammets? 
And he was like, we're out of Hammonds. We're out of them. And I left, went to my car, Googled where to buy a hammock. And Google was like, do you mean hammock? It's uh, like, I sure do, Google. Where were you at during all of this? Well, that's the end, but it doesn't have to be. Check out our Aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And be sure to join our exclusive potty Facebook group. You can find the link in the description of this podcast. And thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.